what I don't want. Oh man, I have to cut this out of the beginning. Um, no hot mics here, baby. Yeah, that's right. We got a hot mic, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll get. Fuck it, bro. Let's just get into it. And welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 188 for your eardrops. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Tell a friend. Leave five stars. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandon, and with me, as always, the most valuable potter, most awesome. Ooh. MVP, it's, too, it's too early for MVP. Maybe MVP leading candidate on all like the, you know, okay. bet online, bet DSL. Yeah, well, I mean, when does our when does our year start? I guess our pod year starts around like March Madness basketball. I think that's I think I'm so. Thinking. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was. It's funny you brought this up because I was thinking about this, and uh, you know, there's some like serialized podcasts are out there, and they're like on our wow. second season. I was yeah. like, you do seasons, <laughs> seasons, yeah. Fucking what? <laughs> I know, totally. Or the people that like uh, like name each episode. I'm glad we didn't go that route because that would have got exhausting. Yeah, I really like the numbers. I also have heard of other podcasts like lying about their numbers or like this is episode 477. Oh, yeah. They just like, we just want to feel like we've done more than what we did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I know because I mean, there have been, there's been podcasts that started with a higher number than ours, not calling anybody out, but we just kind of like blew past them because I saw a lot of those in some of the podcasts. So just getting that content out, bro. Nearly what, three, three and a half years. Yeah. A little over three and a half years. One weekend missed Brandana's fault. No, no, baby. You're all right. It's no. okay. We, we, you deserve, first off, treat yourself. That's, there you go. Exactly. <laughs> you guys going to see it, but I looked adorable. No, it's right, adorbs. Jam packed 188. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're doing week five recap. We're going to hit that inbox. Got a Neapolitan showdown. We're doing best nuts. Uh, and that's a snack on uh, the banger emailer of this pod, official emailer of the pod. Uh, said that one in so we will delight him with ranking our nuts <laughs> it's just such a wild thing to say uh, uh brandana gambling corner we're gonna take a look at the super bowl odds and then we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're out power it starts now extra extra read all about it i'm talking front page story all over the world it shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. We're from the headlines. Week five recap. What we talk about this week, brother? Oh, because we've got a mighty jam-packed week. Lots of field goal kick misses. A lot of field goal kick misses. All right, we can jump right in there. So what was the five consecutive missed field goals in that Green Bay-Cincinnati game that went to overtime? Yeah, wild, wild. No one, it, it very much had the feel of no one wants to win this game. No one's going to like take this game over. You know so I mean? had another one. Yeah. So the final score that if you guys missed it, uh, 25, Cosby, 22. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he made his first two and then um, missed two, like one to close out the game, one in overtime, and then finally got like a, like a third opportunity and put it in. And then on the Bengals side, um, they missed a couple as well. Or maybe it was just one he missed. Uh, Evan McPherson, I think missed, he missed, he missed one. He missed yeah. one in overtime. He missed one at the end of the game when he thought, yeah. I forget which one he thought. 
I feel bad. Oh, he, they hit the flag. Yeah, they hit the flag, and he thought he flag. he thought it went in, and he jumped up for joy. He even, you know, what the great thing is, his little early MVP nod to Evan McPherson. He was talking with Mason Crosby, the kicker, afterwards. They got him mic'd up. He's like, "Do you see me? I jumped up into his arms. I thought I made it." He was like, "I'm <laughs> such an idiot." Really funny. I like yeah, that. It was really I funny. like little humility. Uh, so yeah, they got out of there okay so again i'm gonna say this in green bay to me seems a little bit more like uh still one of and we'll get into kind of the favorites on who the list of teams we think could actually get to the super bowl win it i have eight uh looking forward to hearing your number when we get down there but this green bay offense relies a lot on the running game not the green bay offense we're kind of used to seeing i mean there were some big plays um it's a big throws by aaron Rodgers, but and they did the thing that i hate in overtime when they got the int or when they got the ball back after the missed field goal i think it was like the int yeah they started without the int and then they missed their field goal cincinnati missed then green bay finally but they did this thing where they just look super conservative it's that conservative yeah. offense i talk about when it's just like so you go three and out this conservative conservative run game and you set your kicker up for still a 48 yarder like right. one that's been struggling, like what the fuck are you doing? Like yeah, yeah. turn on your offense in overtime and like go for it. It's it's like a little bit of playing for the tie. Yes, exactly. This is this is my whole point. They get the interception. They literally run three plays and lose five yards yep. and kick and kick, kick a fucking tough field goal where your kicker's got like a little bit of the yips going on. So yep. I I agree with you. This is also very like something to monitor with the floor as the head coach there in green Bay. Cause we kind of saw this in the, um, uh, the NFC championship game, right. Where he, instead of going for it, plays for the kick and then never gets a possession back. I mean, that's really what we saw here in this game, a very winnable game, a game that you should have won against the Cincinnati team. Uh, and yeah, there's, there's something just a little off with this green Bay team. Yeah, you know, and that conservative shit is going to start standing out a lot more, brother. Like, you used to be able to play prevent defense and just kind of run down the clock for the three out at three and out and punt. Right but now, it's really going to stick out with you know going forward on fourth is way up, and you know, like you oh, yeah. know, side of the field, like we saw it. Um, who did it? I guess I was at the college level, but Lane Kiffin's crazy with that shit. I was watching that that old Miss not to segue too much that old Miss Arkansas yeah. game. Like, goes for it, like for the second time, like on his own thirty yard line. Like they're like, so anyway, that stuff's spreading. And I, I think that more non-traditional riskier stuff starts at the lower level and works its way up to the NFL. So, and we're already seeing kind of the fourth down going up. So my point is just like, it used to be frustrating and just kind of boring to watch. And now I think it's going to be detrimental to you and lowering your chances of winning the football game. Yeah. Just to go on another point, chargers and that high scoring game, not to, I don't know if that was a segue point, but they were three of three on fourth down in that game i mean that's a lot of fourth down attempts in a game you know a back and forth game like that absolutely but I, yeah but now that number is making a lot of sense because i think we're seeing a lot of it uh okay yep. yeah chargers Browns. so that was back and forth i didn't actually see this one what happened i have i, I have heard a stat about like baker mayfield's uh like fourth down qb or fourth quarter qbr is the lowest for him of all three quarters and you kind of see that in some of these browns games where it's not like a super strong finish and i think didn't the chargers hang up like 17 points or something in that fourth quarter uh more uh, more than that 26 points 26 damn okay so it was yeah, definitely the, the char- chargers storming from behind yeah chargers st- storming from behind and uh, you know the the chargers are man they're an interesting team to watch definitely a fun team to watch uh, the game ended in a very weird sort of way because, and this speaks to your low fourth quarter percentage because 
the Chargers inadvertently scored. I don't know if you saw the Austin Eckler. I did. See got it. That's right. They pushed into the end zone. Them. Yeah, Austin yeah, they Eckler pushed him into the because Austin Eckler before that had broke off like a 17 yarder and it was just like, and he could have gotten the end zone and he slides down. And everybody's just like, Oh, like super smart play. And I, yep. I get it to not give back to him and you still go by hate, but then, yeah, then it was like pulled in there. That's right. And then the chargers come down and get the two point conversion. Yeah. They, yeah. They get the two point conversion and they left 90 seconds left on the clock, which we've seen Brady Rogers just in fractions. Eternity. Of it's, it's an eternity. It's an eternity. And, and I don't want to bring up our Vikes lions too early. We'll, we'll wait on that one, but that's, you know, those were all less than, I think less than a minute and, and they came storming back. So now you give Baker Mayfield 90 seconds. Now the thing is, although in, in Jaku, their tight end had a pretty big game. They're not without, they, we haven't really seen a lot of big play explosion except with the exception of like that first game. Uh, from their wide receivers, like Beckham, not really didn't do much in this game. People's Jones had a big play and Jaku had a 71 yarder. But if, uh, aside from that Schwartz uh, kid in, in week one against the chiefs, we haven't really seen like a real deep vertical offense from the, 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 the Browns, like the Browns are very content to like run the ball uh, with hunt and Chubb 230 yards on 35 carries, three touchdowns on the ground. You know what I mean? It's like, <clears throat> Yeah, it's a, it's a great point. Like, it, I really, they're definitely, like, rely, <coughs> Browns rely on their D, like, um, definitely, like, want to run football, run the football, looks a little, yeah. little bit like an older school team. And I'm honestly, like, tell me if I, this might be going too far in one direction, but Baker Mayfield, to me, is just, like, he's a tier above game manager. I think there's a little smoke and mirrors mm. with how much we see him in commercials and shit to like, you know, I can't put him on that. I don't think I put him on that second tier of QBs where I'd have like, you know, where I'd have Justin Herbert. Uh, I think Josh Allen is tier one Aaron Rodgers is tier one. Um, and I'll probably put like Derek Carr on like tier two. And then the third tier is where my Baker Mayfield starts to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think even tier three might be, if we really went high. down the list might be a skosh high. Cause I think, I think you're right. I think he is like uh the coaching staff in there is definitely like we're gonna use the run to protect baker from baker a little bit you know yeah exactly i i do like some of the the swag plays i like his his energy and he's a good athlete i won't take that away from him but yeah i think you know you don't want him fucking having to ball out and like make plays happen because when we saw it, when we were hyped up on the Browns way too early, calling Baker Mabfield, that's yeah. when all the big pressure, mistake. big mistake, and all the pressure that came at him, all the stuff that was running with our Freddie couldn't uh, get hot in the kitchen, that head coach, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he, uh, he, he put Baker out on an island quite a bit, and we saw the results of that. So Stefanski, the head coach here for the Browns, is definitely like, saddled in and said like look let's protect him and give him like the basics give him the 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 easy throws to make or easier throws to make yeah because it looked like two years ago that he really because i was just thinking now i was like all right like um who do you take like baker mayfield or kirk cousins Ooh. like if you put baker on the vikings like are they more successful i mean i think it's definitely a different look i'm sure there's a lot more you know, relying on Delvin Cook and probably like maybe even doing like a one-two punch with Patterson. Like, I really think you'd have to, you know, you want to see him rolling out of the pockets. I mean, he doesn't have the same arm that Cousins does, but I feel like he would make better choices and at least give you a little bit more consistency because sometimes Cousins can look good and sometimes he can look like dog shit. 
Yeah, I was thinking about that. I mean, there are times where, I mean, what was it? I mean, he started the season out real hot. Again, Seattle, he looked fucking great. Even in even in um like the Cincinnati loss, like he didn't look terrible. They 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 didn't look they didn't have a sense of urgency when I called him out for it, but he started the season eight eight TDs and no INTs and gunning about right over 70% completion percentage. And it wasn't like he wasn't throwing the ball, he was throwing the ball, you know, 35 plus times a game. He isn't he actually, I'm just looking at it right now. The the most he is or the least he's thrown is 32 times in a game. And I think that's like the high for Baker. So, I mean, is it just the style of offense? I mean, you've got Dalvin Cook, but Dalvin Cook hasn't really showed up. But I think that's a very interesting – oh, Baker's high is 33. I take that back, where he went 15 of 33 against the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, Um, But, yeah, it's one of those things where, man, you would really think, like, Baker should be a much better – player than Kirk Cousins but yes he's every bit of that or more Kirk Cousins is than than Baker Mayfield at least I, know, this I mean yeah because if you give because I mean your only argument could be like Kirk Cousins doesn't have or Baker Mayfield doesn't have the weapons that Kirk Cousins has but it's like Baker right. Mayfield did have that year and granted it was earlier in his career so maybe you can't look at it but when he had OBJ when OBJ was actually like I don't know what the fuck's going on with OBJ now and like yeah. dropping the ball and something just dramatically. I, I don't think I haven't seen a fall of a clip like this in a beat for the wide receiver, at least because it's just a little bit more gradual, but uh, you know, he had Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield and it seemed like they had like pretty good weapons like uh, two years ago. Yeah. We thought that they were going to be a sling it all over the field and Baker yeah, Mayfield, exactly. Mayfield is going to, and May- Baker Mayfield is going to like light up the records and is going to pass for like nearly 5,000 yards. His highest season was the second year where we were all over him 3,800 yards last season, 3,500 yards. Um, you know, that's not, that's, that's game manager. That's don't turn the ball over, exactly. make the right reads and we'll rely on, you know, a strong running game to kind of balance us out. All right. There's plenty of Baker Mapfield. man. Mayfield, Mayfield. That's not, um, if we get other disappointments, let's go on to Kirk cousins, Detroit lions, Minnesota Vikings, oh. 17, 19 um DeAndre Swift scores a seven yard touchdown uh pass from Goff to go up with 37 seconds left Vikings get the ball Cousins takes him down the field kick a field goal win Fucking by too much too much time win by one. too much time. that that kicker man I forget what his name is for the Vikes drink everybody but man, what a fucking whirlwind we got with him. Yeah, Greg Joseph. Yeah. Greg Joseph misses a fucking 49er to put it out of out of you know field goal range for the Lions. Yeah. And then the Lions scrap back, get it done, and fucking comes back and buries a fucking like 52 yarder to fucking just uh, put a dagger in old MA's heart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, fine, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, well, we're getting a little bit. This is when I get into my MVP because it might be surprising, but I, just, oh. I really like this Lions team. I might say I like this Lions team more than I like the Vikings team. And I don't necessarily mean it as like a talent level. Like they just have, I mean, Lions have always kind of looked like a disaster in some fashion, but mm-hmm. I don't know. With like golf trying to get like the second leg of his career going when it became so public that like his head coach didn't believe in him when it kind mm-hmm. of felt like they were building that team around him. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. Oh, yeah, I do want to talk about that trade too, but we'll get into that when we talk about the Rams. But anyway, yeah, yeah it just seems it seems like there's a lot of heart there. I, I find myself rooting for these guys. I I will tell you this: this 0 and 5 season is a lot different than some of the other 0 and 5 seasons that we've had. <laughs> right. 
right, right, right. you know, which is a fucking, that's a fucked up. <laughs> Listen to that again. I know. Audience. <laughs> You're uh, like out of all out of our typical 0 and 5 seasons this is one of my faves yeah <laughs> they just they, they there's something to this team that plays with a lot of heart and and you know we want to talk about like scheme over culture right uh you know I, I can't speak so much to the scheme of things although i i will will say that they're they're getting away and playing at a higher level with what people would literally consider cast off or you know, yep. fucking also rands of the NFL uh, league, their talent pool is limited, limited at best. And they're, they fucking play with heart, man. I mean, that to, to come down to battle back, kick the field goal, then you kick it. You're up against like against all odds to fucking, you know, even have a chance at getting a possession back to come out there and steal the ball from Madison rip it out. Jalen, uh, I believe it was Jalen Mayberry, uh, recover that fumble. I mean, just unbelievable. Then go in there, score it fucking, uh, Jalen, Jalen Maven, excuse me. Um, then go for fucking two. I mean, that's fucking stones. I fucking love, love that call. Yeah. Love I love, that. I love, I love the going for two, two. Like, I yeah. mean, I think that's a rule. I remember the, I remember the chiefs doing that, like back in like 2006 or something. I think they were on the road, uh, at, uh, I think it was then the Oakland Raiders, but yeah, I, I think it was just that thing of like on the road. It's just like on the road, like underdog. You're just like, fuck it. Let's get out of here. But, like, yeah. Let's, just, let's, let's not play. And that's the exact position the lions are in. It's just like, you know, we're already, we're own four. Right. Like we don't want to like take this to overtime and try to scrap out the win. We're exhausted. Let's just go for it. That's let's what we fucking did. go for it. Yeah. And you've got 30, you know, odd seconds. Unfortunately that two timeouts left. And, you know, our secondary isn't our strength. You know what I mean? But we fucking played scrappy, man. And that's the thing is, is this Lions team, you know, you came back from against the 49ers. You had a great first half against the Packers. Then you got the fucking doors blown off. Yeah. You battled with the Ravens. You got beat on a fucking Hall of Fame kick by a fucking Hall of Fame kicker. (laughs) Yeah, that bounces in. Loses 19-7. By the way, how many times do you have a 19-7 or 19-17 loss? We've had it twice in the last three games. The fucking, you know, bears we battle, we battle with, but we just weren't very good that game. And this fucking Vikings team, man. God, I love, I do love this team. I am very positive. I don't want to steal your thunder for your, your MVP. Cause I have a feeling I know where it is, but I'm all yeah. in on this lion's team. Great. Uh, me too, buddy. Definitely. Um, root for them as much as you can get emotionally invested with the no one five team. All right, buddy. Um, <laughs> right now. So, um, so the Rams play this Seattle earlier. So I texted you, I, I wanted to talk about this real yes. quick. This is a good place to jam it in here. Um, I thought the Rams were stuck. Like what happened? I looked some of this up, but don't you remember like after they like uh, lost in the Super Bowl and they give Goff this like uh, this four year, $134 million extension. Yep. And it seemed like they had used some trade, like some draft picks, like had Todd Gurley, had everything locked up. And it was really, I remember the feeling is just like, okay, the Rams are all in on this team. And then, you know, before the, even the start of the regular season, like it starts to come off, they get off to a shaky start. And it's just like, Oh fuck. Like, you know, McVay may not believe in golf, but I was like, well, there's not really anything they can do about it. Right. But they do. I mean, the, the trade is they dump golf to the lions for uh, obviously to take his contract, which is what they wanted to get off their books. Uh, and they also get a, they give the lions give the, 
the Lions get from the Rams. And okay, on top of golf, the Lions get from the Rams uh, a third round pick and then two first round picks. Yeah. And then that's for Matt Stafford going that way. So I, I guess that was the only thing stopped. I guess they did have draft capital and maybe they just needed to like pay two years of their pittance. And that's what kind of what they were like hovering and not really making moves before this. Mm-hmm. So the, the Rams have been, because here's the thing is, is here's what we we've seen of the Rams. The Rams have made big, splashy, big signings, right? You had, if you remember back in 2018, they signed Brandon Cooks to a five-year, $81 million deal. Yeah. Right. Todd Gurley, four years, $57 million. Uh, Aaron Donald, six years, $135 million. Smart. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, that's a good <laughs> that's one. Money well spent. Money well spent. G- Goff in 2019. Like we said, 134 million over five years, and Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, this past uh, in 2020, five years for 100 million, right? So we think of like these Rams as these big free agent players, hmm. uh, and they are, but they've also been very adept and and give credit to Les Snead, uh, Brian Zanders, who is like the uh, personnel executive director, and then Taylor Morton, the personal uh, personnel advisor on all the personnel, and then Brad Holmes who's now the GM in Detroit and Ray Agnew, who were both pro personnel scouts and college scouts. And I bring this up because this is a very clearly orchestrated idea. Like the Rams are not afraid to spend money in our key positions, right? Like, and I think they learned from the girly thing and the, and the cooks thing, but they're going to spend for a quarterback. They're going to spend for D line. They're going to spend for a cornerback. These are things that you have to pay for. They're, they were able to get uh, great deals on like Robert Woods, uh, Andrew Whitworth over time, but they were going to spend it in the right spots. And they're also not afraid, which most teams are are should probably learn from them is, is if you make a mistake, like in in a Todd Gurley, yeah, fucking cut bait. You yep. have you 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 have the salary cap you have to get creative you're gonna have to eat some right and your fan base probably isn't gonna be so stoked because and this will be a little ben simmons trivia right here when do you think the last time the fucking rams drafted in the first round the last time the rams drafted in the first round yeah um we just talked about them we're just talking about them so i wouldn't want to give too much away oh that's good uh well you just i guess aaron darnold uh no uh uh, uh, Jared Goff. Oh, was number Jared one. Goff? Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. He was number so one I, overall. Was that, they uh, traded, that was 2016. That was 2016. 2016. Okay. So that's the last time. The last time they. So did they get a, like two, two for one or something with their first round picks, or they use them to? They like, use them to dump and get rid of stuff. They've used it to get Jalen Ramsey. They've the, traded away, and they have literally traded their. They they haven't had a first round draft pick. They won't from, at minimum from 2016 till 2023. Okay. So how can you do that if you don't have a good college scout and pro player development? Because here's the thing that I was looking at. They're not afraid of dead money. Let me, I'm trying to organize this as best as possible. Would you want to talk about dead money or you want to talk about college scouting? Uh, I'll talk about dead money, dead money. So this goes to the point of if they make a mistake with golf, with uh, Gurley, with uh, Brandon cooks, they are unafraid, which they did they're unafraid to, to move that asset. They're going to have to pay to give it up and eat that money. So in 2019, they had $13 million worth of dead cap. That means basically $13 million goes against your cap for players that you're getting rid of, that you had guaranteed money to do. 
Uh, and that's Akib Talib, uh, Mark Barron, and Marcus Peters. Those are the big players. There's more into that. 2020, they had $38 million. 21 million of it, Brandon Cooks. Another 9 million in Todd Gurley. 40 million. Now, again, they're also restructuring some of these deals, like Goff's deal they restructured to make it to make it make sense and to find a trade partner. But 2021, they have $40 million in dead cap. So in a year where the cap went down, they have um, the fourth highest dollar amount in dead cap this season. But they are able to do this um, because they have drafted in the second and through seventh rounds very, very well. This is the only way that this works because you're backfilling talent on a very cheap basis, the, you know, obviously everyone loves number one overall draft picks and, and fans adore it. But the problem is even with the structured salary cap, the way it is for the first rounders, they're still pretty expensive and they're still guaranteed. So if I can get a starter in the second round or the third round or the fourth round, you know, this is the Russell Wilson effect, right? The reason why Seattle Seahawks were so great when it came to uh, their early run because they were able to spend in areas to backfill the talent around Russell Wilson. Well, the Rams are doing this in a little bit of reverse where they're going to pay certain key areas on the field and Aaron Donald, a Jalen Ramsey, they're going to pay a premium for that because there's very few of those guys in the league. However, we believe in our, in our abilities to draft, right? So in 2016, uh, they got Tyler Higby. They're starting tight end uh, in like the fourth round. Cooper Cup, they got in the second round. John Johnson, who is a safety who was signed with the Browns for a big deal, they got in the later rounds. Josh Reynolds, a guy who played big rotational minutes for them. Their starting center, Brian Allen, was like a fifth round pick. Uh, Sebastian Joseph has also played a lot for them. Second round, uh, Taylor Rapp, a starting safety. Daryl Henderson, who's looked pretty good here at times. Uh, David Edwards, Van Jefferson, Cam Akers. Jordan Fuller, who is a safety, who is now a team captain in his second year. These are all guys that they found deep in rounds to, to build out their roster. And you've got to be okay with fucking swinging for the fences on certain players and willing to admit when it's does, isn't going to work out. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and cutting that bait and moving on. And, and the Rams have been excellent at that. They have been fucking the best at it and that's why they've been able to dig themselves out of this this golf hole yeah Um, because you look at the list of dead money the number one team with dead money my lions right which just means they're starting from from a new the eagles number two panthers number three then the rams number four all those teams are in rebuilding but the the rams have been able to consistently churn out winners and it's in part and parcel because they've been able to be so good in the draft and finding quality free agents to sign and it's it's the it's the underscore uh underscored thing in the in the in the cocktail that is the rams because everyone wants to talk about the 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 deal for stafford everyone wants to talk about ramsey and aaron donald and the big highlight figures they don't give a fuck about the salary cap they'll just do whatever but it 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 doesn't work unless they can't bring in that high level talent for a cheap premium yeah, that makes sense. It's like a little bit of, and thanks for the impromptu does it may have it. He most certainly does. Um, 
Yeah, it's a little bit like uh, in the auction fantasy football world, you know, like you just get like, yeah. if your kind of style is, you know, spending 50, 60 bucks on getting like kind of three key players and then just filling in the rest of the slots with like dollar players, which sounds like they're knocking out of the park. And it sounds like they learned a little lesson on running back also, where it's just like bringing in Sony Michelle, like let's just get someone cheap with experience and kind of work this with our second year Henderson guy and we'll get it figured out. We don't need to spend that money on the running back. Yeah, Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, like they're just gonna. I they're definitely going to dot, and I think they'll even learn it in the in the wide receiver game too. They'll 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 face an interesting question here when Cooper Cup comes up with his deal, because uh, he's definitely playing very very well. I don't think it's until next year, but anyways, they have to make a big decision on that. But they've been able to, you know, find quality players and not have to, you know, break the you know uh, break the piggy bank in order to get it done. Yeah, I can't really see them moving on from Cooper Cup, though. I think that that's a great point, too, because that will be interesting because he does kind of seem like the fabric of that team or definitely like kind of just, you know, one of just the tent poles for this restructure of the entire Rams. But, uh, you know, maybe you can go the Bay McVay has, you know, the fortitude of Belichick and rather get out like a year early than a year late. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Cup, I think I do think you're right. I don't think that they'll move on from him, but it'd be interesting to see. Like I'm definitely, I I'm definitely interested to see how they formulate their game plan for that. Yeah. Um, all right, buddy. Thanks for that. Uh, real fast Cowboys on Rams neutral site. What do you put the line at? Cowboys at Rams. It's not at Rams Cowboys versus Rams neutral site, neutral site. Uh, Rams by two. I had Rams by two also. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Did you? Cowboys. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Perfect. Nice. Yeah, I'm just kind of curious. We'll get that to when we rank our actual Super Bowl contenders. Um, Okay. Bill's Chiefs. Let's just touch on this real fast. Uh, We can get through cards cards and 49ers. Um, Cardinals only undefeated team in the league beating up on what you and I both thought. Yes, sus, Niners. Yes, sus. (laughs) Yes, sus. Exactly. (laughs) Those guys and those guys hanging out at the bottom of that division with the Seahawks. Um, I don't know though. I don't have the Cardinals on my Super Bowl list. Do you? That could make an actual Super Bowl run. I mean, we we they're five and zero, but have we really seen like a game? I mean, that Rams game was probably the most impressive one. You know, thirty seven twenty. We've yeah. seen it. Um, you know, they they won dirty here against the the Forty ers or ugly, I should say. They got Browns next week, Packers, Forty ers I mean, I you know because they're new and up and coming we're you know, we want to, I want to see them being tested. Sure, a little that's bit. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think you were always, you know, a little hesitant to like buy in on a new team that hasn't been there. And maybe, you know, honestly, I mean, these guys like Kyler Murray, like number one draft pick, like what school did Kyler Murray go to? He uh, went to Oklahoma, the university. Yeah, These guys are used to big games. Like do we overvalue too much playoff experience or is that, is you still like feel like that should be like a legit value thing? This is an interesting question. I would have to, I had to think a little bit more on this, but, um, but yeah, well, I mean, cause here's the thing is, is, I mean, you know, Patrick Mahomes didn't, didn't play a meaningful game in his entire fucking career at uh, Texas tech. You know what I mean? So, right, right, yeah, yeah. um, uh, man, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, maybe with the college football playoff, that'd be an interesting like scorecasting thing to see like the quarterbacks, like a Trevor right. Lawrence who played in the college football playoff that to get a little bit of that experience. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Would there be a natural, you know, uh, 
uh, a- able know. to handle the spotlight a little better, like at least like experience yes. on those like big stages, like having a little bit more uh, being able to be grounded and, you know, yeah. Cause I, I think that's what it would be like. The stats are like, how consistent can you be or how consistent are you like in the Monday night games versus like the Sunday? Cause I think, you know, there are some of those quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins being one of them that fold <laughs> like the primetime game when there's just, just like, there's just too many eyeballs on me. I'm going to lay down and this defensive line is going to jump on top of me. Right. And that's where I'm going to hang out. Yeah. yeah that's interesting. I want to distribute this football everywhere. So here's some INTs. Everyone enjoy. Yeah, I, every, I'm feeling a lot of pressure to to perform well, so I'm just gonna fucking, yeah. I'm just gonna fumble this snap, and we'll yeah. just we'll <laughs> no, let it go. I don't want this. I don't want. Yeah, this. exactly. That's funny. Uh, all right, Bill Caesar's the last one. This game not even really close. I'd almost say it's a letdown. No. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying not to be. You know, I don't want to go shock jock or do like the. You don't go Stephen Smith and be like, they're done. It's over. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes was a project quarterback and it's done. It's over. He's been exposed. Um, but he did look like uh, a little shaky. I heard some things like he had small hands. Like that was one of the knocks on him coming out. So maybe it's harder for him to throw that wet ball. Uh, but you can't hundred percent put this on the defense. Their offense did look a little choppy. Why? I'm not so 100% certain why I do think that there is I I'm I'm falling in love with my hot take that they like have like uh you know what is it like 2019 2020 like Golden State Warriors like just fucking roll the ball out we'll fucking get it done we'll be sloppy they have 11 turnovers in five games that leads the NFL Mahomes is the most turnover or most INTs uh as he did la- all last year with six now one of them the Tyreek Hill can't fault him for sure. that one that's, yeah, happens, that's to everybody. happens yeah. to everybody right exactly you know there is a little bit of like i don't know the stuff that i really don't like is they were talking they're making a big deal about it and, and this might be just like total old man like you know dumb old white guy take but it's like the like the confusion at the line like oh what are we doing what are we oh, oh. and then they like and everyone's running up to this and then you know the, the announcer's like oh well they let you know andy reed lets you know uh you know travis kelsey come up with plays and this one's called little red riding hood you know what i mean it's like all right let's just fucking just call a straight ahead play like just fucking (laughs) i don't even know the pomp and circumstance behind it and i'm and that probably has nothing to do with anything but it just to me it just oh there you go in game ad (laughs) (laughs) which one is this Oh, it's right there. No, nope, I didn't find it. Oh, okay, so I keep forgetting they put a little speaker up there. Where, where is this at? Okay. <laughs> keep it in. Roger, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping keep it in. Yeah, well, this brings a new fucking level to like in, in game or in podcast ads, like the middle of know, it. Like yeah. we don't get paid for that. That just happens. That's free. Well, we can talk over it. That's right. And if they, if uh, Chevron wants to reach out to us and have us not talk over the ad, we'll, we'll hear if the, if the number's right. What's up? What's up, Chevron? You need a little like Espanol. Really? You read that one podcast where you just were putting ads everywhere? Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> we, we should we should go that. back to that. that maybe, um, we'll do that for episode two hundred. Oh, I like it. Just as many fake ads as we can get. Yeah, I just I like we're gonna just call everybody that's ever been on the pod and not even give them a heads up and just tell them we're doing the pod now. <laughs> oh, we did that for we did that for one hundred. I, I think it was one hundred. We're gonna do it again. We're, we're, we're doing it again. Run it back. Run it back. No, but I just think it's it just goes to like. Um, I don't know if it, it does. It just feels like maybe it's not 100% focused or. Yeah, it does. It does feel a little bit of just like, 
you know, it's like LeBron James trying to like land his Gatorade bottle on the sidelines that one time on the thing where it's just like, like, we're so good. Like, we're just going to kind of like, we're trying to keep ourselves entertained to get through this regular season before we make our Super Bowl run. You nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah. Which is kind of, you know, you're two and three in the second toughest division in football, the toughest division of the AFC. Like you, you're going to want that home field advantage, especially with teams like the chargers and teams like the bills. Um, so it just, it kind of needs to be your focus and you're already kind of slide behind. You're going to be, you know, you're two, two and a half back on the chargers already. I yeah. Just, it's, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a tough fucking thing to go. I mean, I do think like the great, the thing about great teams is to be very interesting is, is they, they tend to, they tend to fucking nut up and focus. And I thought, you know, we were going to, see that after the chargers win and i i was hoping for more of a dominant performance against the eagles you know the eagles kind of came roaring back i i i don't know if the i I think you're right like i think the defense is an issue in fact i know the defense is an issue and they're giving up a ton of plays big plays but i think like the offense needs to figure out a little bit more of an identity versus like let's just let mahomes do his thing you know what i mean yeah Yeah, it's it's got to get a little bit away from that like like schoolyard, did you see my no look pass? Like I said, yeah. like I called it out when he did like that underhand pass against the Eagles. I was just like, yeah. oh, was that uh, is this really an efficiency thing, or are we getting like a little cutesy? It's like yeah, just a little cutesy, a little mixing it up. And, and they've here's the thing is is Pat Mahomes is a all world talent. There's nothing uh, he will be a Hall of Famer, but they're starting to get a little like he he does he will have tendencies. They yeah. will know and start to learn it, and he you know, is going to put himself in bad positions if he continually throws across the middle. I know he can make it. I know he can do it. We've seen it. But this year might be they're starting to catch up just a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and you just have to be aware. I'm just saying, I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm saying mix it up, figure it out. You got to buy You got to buy some uh, some some new options here for, for Pat Mahomes. All right, you heard it here. Most awesome says cut Pat Mahomes. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, bro. Let's jump into the inbox. Ooh. Um, chain snatcher. Which college football team has the best version of a turnover chain? Can any other sport mimic this concept? Um, okay, so what turnover chains? That's Miami, right? Yes, this is the U. They got a big old chain with the big U and orange. You get it for and... just an INT or if you like recover a fumble. Turnover, yeah, I believe it's any turnover. Yep, any turnover and any change of possession, you get the turnover chain. INTs are obviously that's that's gold, but you fucking knock sure. one loose, and you fall on that football, you get the chain. Put that chain on. Um, Put that chain on. So what else is? I think there's. Is there a chair? Do you know other ones of these in college football? Oh, uh, they they've definitely like adopted them. Um, oh, I couldn't. I I didn't have enough time to kind of look into this a little bit. But like, uh, I do remember saying this is great in high school. I fucking love this. This is really funny. Some high school team in like Alabama was, uh, they had a bottle of syrup on the sideline. And anytime that their offensive lineman pancaked uh, another like defensive lineman, they came running off off the field and they got a little squirt of syrup right in their mouth. It was fucking, it's pretty funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're definitely like, you know, turnover, you know, the act. All right. I, yeah, I got something here. Okay. So Oregon has a turnover chain. Uh, Tulane has turnover beads. Looks a little yep. garage. FSU has turnover backpack. All right, this is a red backpack that you just carry around. Yep. Uh, SMU has turnover crown and chalice. Nice. Yes. Louisville has Muhammad Ali themed turnover belt. 
Um, oh, I like the belt. The belt's a good move. I like that. Yeah, belt's nice. Uh, reminds me of Aaron Rodgers from out, but yes. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Memphis has Ric Flair turnover robe. Ooh! Um, and Texas A&M has turnover cane. And Boise State has the turnover throne. Oh, I like um, it. All right, so I, the cane, the cane, you look a little bit like the leader of a marching band. So I'm out on that because I don't think that's the vibe you're going for. This Ric Flair turnover robe, it has takeaway champ. It has the Memphis logo, and then it's kind of blue, and then it has like a like a zebra pattern. Yeah, yeah, like, like little zubas. Yeah, yeah, everyone, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in on that. I'm going to go with that. Although I do like a good crown and chalice. I just don't know what's in that chalice. Probably not what I would feel it with. Fill it with considering I'm in the middle of a football game. Right, exactly. Although I will say I I like the chalice and the the scepter. Right, is scepter you said? Uh, yes. Yes, I like it. Oh, oh no, it's crown. It's crown. Oh, crown. Chalice and crown. No, I don't know if I could rock the. Oh, I like the chalice. I don't know if I could rock the crown. Here's what I was saying about the Ric Flair robe for Memphis. You got a lot of big sweaty dudes also putting your putting their arms through that. That's true. It's yeah, if we're, having, little, yeah. If we're like, having if we're having if we're dominating. Day, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like we all got INTs. It's like six INTs on the day. I'm like the last dude to INT, yeah. and I got through yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Off. Billy Bob comes up with a big fumble. All the defensive linemen gets their fucking sack sure. crack. And I kind of like this sweat. backpack though. This backpack's kind of adorable. I might a backpack would be my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Um, cool. Can any other sports mimic this concept? Uh, probably way too fast in the NBA for like turnovers. So I don't think you could do that. Um, Baseball, it's too stuck in their rules. Like nothing new can come to baseball. But wouldn't there be like an awesome, just like fucking, like be you know, hit by pitch, fucking back brace or something like that? You know what I mean? That'd be awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Yeah. What you get? Yeah, they don't let you flip bats. You do it in the NFL. But again, it does seem like a little. Well, we kind of had it. Like the closest thing we have would be, you know, when Chad Ocho Cinco was doing all that stuff. Yes, like he was doing the like Hall of Fame jacket when he was doing like the bump. Like he had kind of, kind of a thing. But um, yeah, I think that's as close to the NFL game. Let it be. It's a college thing. It is a college thing. It needs to be a college thing. Like and college basketball, the closest thing that it has is like the like academic All Americans on the end of the bench, the ones that are there just to like boost the GPA and graduation rates. <laughs> the yeah, ones yeah. that like freak out and have like Monmouth like a couple years ago had like a whole ritual where like, you know, one was pretending to be a fish and they were getting reeled in, you know what I mean? Other was yeah. like taking like high yeah, school. College, I mean, college has like the, like the three goggles. Like, yeah. Right. Always, like little, just like these little hand things. will do it absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I like college. I like this to be a squarely college thing that people do. Agreed. It's fun for them. Agreed. Yeah. Ah, great. Okay. Uh, ooh, okay. So our sour, uh, you didn't agree to this, but the league that will not be named, um, you and I played against each other. That's as far as we'll get. I won and I texted you. You didn't take it, but I'm still going to do it. So that if I won it, then you'd have to do the hour sour. Oh yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't gather that. That's fine. I knew you had already texted me after you'd won, by the way. So well, I mean, it, it wasn't officially over. I was ahead, but I just had forgotten to text you. Because <laughs> usually, usually what I like to gamble is someone drive me around all weekend. Like they're my Uber driver. Unfortunately, we're not in the same town. Although I think I did say that I would fly to you just for you to drive me around. On oh, I do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's your fucking dime. Yeah. You spent more on a plane ticket than fucking gas. So. Yes. What's my hour of sour for getting hosed by the, by the main man, Brandana? That's true. Like I, I kind of wanted to see if something like 
if it held up. And so for you just kind of like go back and do the research and see if it does. And I was like, oh, maybe just something new and not good. So I just went on Netflix, try to find some things I never watch. Um, Kissing Booth, bro. I don't know. This is what? a show on Netflix. Rates pretty high with the uh, with the high school kids. So there you go. Jump in. Hold on. I'm back Kid, with the report. The Kissing Booth or the Kissing, kissing booth. booth? Yeah, I think it's the Kissing Booth. I think there's like three or four of them. Oh, there is. Yes. You, which one do you want me to watch? Uh, oh, the, the original? You can. Yeah, probably. You don't want to be lost. You don't want to jump in midstream on the this story. Is true. The rules. Oh, the people are so beautiful in this. Oh, my God. Oh, I know that one kid. That one kid's from uh, My Worst Nightmare. What is it? Um, the high school uh, TV show on, on Showtime or HBO with uh, Zendaya. What's his name? Or oh, what's, Euphoria? What's... Euphoria, yes. That's my nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this other chick was that chick who, Joey King, she was that girl that was, do you remember that story about the mom who made her kid pretend to be like a Make-A-Wish yeah. kid? And then she found like an online like boo yep. and they killed her mom. Yeah. Yeah. She played, she played Joey King. From With thinking, like Patricia, I think Patricia Arquette was in that. Yes. Patricia Arquette was in that. Yes. And yeah. she played, she played that girl that was in that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in, I'm in on the kissing. That's booth. fine. Yeah, you don't get to watch any of that cool shit. You watch a kissing booth, bro. Man, no euphoria. Yeah. No, what was the name of that TV show with Patricia Arquette? Whatever. Um, you guys can drink. You can not drink. I don't give a shit. What do you guys want to do? I don't give a fuck. Uh, I, don't, I figure I'll... that out. Neapolitan showdown. Bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy There's only you and me And we just disagree Alright brother, um, we got this From emailer, official emailer of the pod Aw nuts, Nia idea, top nuts of all time I'm talking about the snack nuts by the way I think we knew what you were talking about Yeah exactly I'm, I'm, I'm fighting the urge to go number yeah. three D's <laughs> um all right i got some nut fun facts bro this is gonna be a nutty time i felt like we did nuts but maybe we didn't do nuts did i do think nuts? we did do nuts because i think i made that joke in the first round that we did <laughs> all right you know what by I the way did we officially get through every knee we officially got through every knee topic we did it uh, apparently fine. there's 187 of them we did all of them we did all of them you Run can't think but my favorite thing is I, this also sparked another uh memory do you you didn't listen to much rap when you were growing up as a kid right <laughs> I don't think no, not yeah. Stuff. I mean, a little so bit I, like when I got a high school, like Master P and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Master P. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Um, but there was the, the 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 chronic. I'll never forget. There was they would do these like little like intros before songs. Yeah. And in the chronic, there was one where it was like there was this this guy. It was like telling a story, and and he was saying like the daughter was like, "Daddy, if I had some nuts on my chest, would those be chestnuts?" And I said, "Hell yeah!" And Daddy, if I had some nuts on the wall would those be walnuts and he said hell yeah i said daddy if i had some nuts on my chin would those be chin nuts he said hell no bitch you'd have a dick in your mouth <laughs> and that's all every time i think about it. i can't wait for brandana to want to cut this out but this Perfect. is from the chronic i said you know we we gotta you had to get it out of your system eventually i couldn't i, didn't know if I you, couldn't I, I know, 188 I episodes i could not yeah. get it I, that's I've been fine. chomping you're, at the bit. Yeah. You're like, thank God nuts is coming back. Finally, we're doing another Ooh, one twice. I can walk I pass off. it up the first time. <laughs> I can't pass this up twice. I am only merely a mortal man. <laughs> like it's yeah. Um, the, the watch my next new three be like number three, 
chestnuts. Number two, walnuts. Number <laughs> one, like, gin. Right, you're like, I cut it, delete. <laughs> uh, okay, perfect. My number three spots. Um, I get to almonds. So, almonds, very good, bro. Yeah, this is kind of a snore pick. Super versatile. I mean, it's definitely like, I don't know, like. There's nothing excited about it. I mean, it's the like it's the vanilla of the Neapolitan showdown if you had to talk like flavors but versatile you know you can get them smoky you can definitely salt them uh unsalted just kind of like depresses me to eat but yes uh, raw. I like it in a, yeah I'd like it in an M&M it goes good with chocolate so it's got that dessert factor give me the almonds I like it I like that you also called it vanilla when they literally have like vanilla and almond vanilla milk almonds, yeah. yeah exactly um I love almonds I like the you know the salt and vinegar almonds this has got to be your jam. You get in on this, the blue yeah, diamond. I look at like, uh, what out of which one? I think I'd know the one you're talking about, the little sleeves, because they have the wasabi ones, which are super good. The yes. wasabi almonds are off the chain, taste like soy sauce. I will, I will try out these salt and vinegar. Yeah, While you're so- watching Kitchen Booth, I'll come back with a report on the salt and vinegar. Exactly. Oh my God, there was that other, I forgot about that new section we wanted to try. Maybe we'll do it next week. M- Mabatite? Oh, yes, Mabatite. Yes. I forgot, like, don't wanna... forget about that next week. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to Mabatite. Um, Yes, there's also this is the shit too. You also got to get, and this is this is past the health consciousness on on these almonds. I think they're also from Blue Diamond, but they do like a, a dark chocolate roast on them. Yeah, the fuck, and it's not like they're like super chocolatey. They just have like right. a little, like little sugary yeah. granulated and chocolate. Oh my god, dude, it's the fucking best. I can I'm eat in. a whole bag of that. Yeah, I'll try this. I'm in on it. I went super Snoresville for my number three. I liked it too for versatility. I'm big on walnuts right now. I mm-hmm. like them. They've got, you know, good, good, uh, you know, fat content. Also too, fun fact, if you got wood, wood, uh, and you want to, you, you got a little scuff in the wood, you can take walnuts Ooh. and s- scrape it on it. Yeah, that's right. How's the science of that work? I don't fucking know. I don't even know. Yeah. I mean, like, it seems like it worked, but it seems kind of like it's magic. Like what is, what exactly is happening? Is part of the color of the walnut rubbing onto the floor is that is that what we're doing here is that what i think i think this i think it has to be it i think it has to be oh oh i just had a massive realization we have a walnut tree in our backyard not that i eat those walnuts they're disgusting but 2.0 we were sitting at dinner tonight i was like what is on your hands it looks like you have fucking tarnish on your hands and she was like no i was playing with the walnuts because you have to like break them apart all the oils were getting off from it onto her hand it's like a natural stain exactly a natural stain and my 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 five-year-old will be naturally stained for the rest of her life at least that's what i told her it's freaked her out i'm gonna have a rubber finger yeah on the wood though so if if we have to make a slight sacrifice which is your daughter's hands being stained for the rest of her life to figure out how this walnut floor thing worked from my end it's worth it bro exactly then i take one take one for the pot and I won't have to worry about any kissing booth stuff because you'll be the girl with the weird fingers. <laughs> um, all right, buddy. I'll give you the win on that one for sure because you brought in some versatility. That is yeah, baby. I mean, I guess you could use, I don't know, almonds as a doorstopper if you really needed it. But uh, In a pinch. Good, in a pinch. Uh, cashews is my two spot. Ooh. So I don't, wanna, I don't want to, you know, count against myself or overexpose. Cashews, I guess I was looking this up, like technically a seed. But I do you know how you get cashews. Don't don't try go. Don't, this this is unbecoming of you to try and win on a technicality like this. No, no, I'm not trying to win on technicality. Okay. I thought you'd be proud of me because I'm overlooking that technicality. Yes. Saying, Fuck it, I'm still counting as a nut. 
Okay, yeah, because I'm yeah. glad I went. Because if I had gone first and dusted off cashews, which is on my list, yeah, yeah, you would have fucking come up with the seed <laughs> No, because it's on my list. Right, uh, okay. Only if I didn't include it. And this then is true. I'd really, I'd really come at you, but cashews are the best. I know it's a nut, and I know you love talking nuts, and I don't want to ruin or spoil your good time. No. Um, how do how are cashews grown? Um, at the supermarket. <laughs> that's that's right yeah, yeah they grow right there in the back uh okay so cashew is technically not enough uh yeah we already said that they're it's planted a, in the ground it they uh yeah they come off the it's a seed that grows on a cashew apple cashew apples grows on trees what the fuck yeah you got to look this thing up that so it's basically it looks like it looks like an upside down bell pepper and then okay. out of the bottom of that bell pepper is just the cashew seed hanging out right there it's so what? bizarre it seems like it seems like so much kill <gasps> and work to get this little cashew thing. Yeah. Ew, awesome. it looks disgusting. Yeah, yeah. That's what cashews look like before they come out? Yeah, that's cashews. Bro. It looks like a pepper is taking a fucking shit. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like. What what ha- what does a cashew apple taste like? Uh, I don't I, I don't think you eat that part. I think it's like inedible or just like flavorless. I don't think you even fuck with it. This is why cashews are wildly expensive. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so much, it's so much work. I mean, it puts like, you know, you think like getting a crab leg and digging in there so much work for so little meat. Like that's, this takes the top spot of most work for smallest yield. Oh, I love it. There's, this is so funny. There's, there's a picture and it's literally like a diagram. And it's like cashew nut, cashew apple. And it's like bracket around. It's like, Oh, thanks doctor. I couldn't figure that one out. Um, uh, Man, oh, Brandana dropping a little knowledge. So that's Look at you. Uh, what's your your two spot? Uh, I think we're going to be flip flopped here, uh, and because yeah, my number two is pistachios. Pistachios. Yep. Because yep. that's your number one. You like you it like this. Yeah. And my number one is cashews. Yeah. Okay. I love cashews. Yeah. Okay. I I'm going to so give much. I'm going to give me I'm going to give me the win because I dropped a lot of knowledge on that cashew. You I, you dominated in that one. Let's I, talk I a little bit about pistachios. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's give it a shine. Yeah, for sure. Um, we really, we fucking really fucking spaced it on that one right there. We were like, let's give it some shine. I mean, do you want Dead to? Like you said, you're still blown. Your mind's still blown by this cashew thing. Which makes I am. Weird. I was looking at cashew yes. nuts and the fucking the kissing booth. I'm so pistachios. Right pistachios are my favorite. Like I like sunflower seeds. Uh, obviously, it's a seed, so it couldn't count. Yeah. But yep. I really like nuts. You can kind of look at. It. I like nuts. You can put in your mouth and like, your, the like the crack them. open yeah and exactly they have uh farmers markets always have like great flavors of them like you can get like smoky chili i mean this you can mm. you can i really like these because you can flavor them but it's not overkill because you still it's still protected a little bit by that shell so you can get in there and just have like a little hint of that flavor the flavors on the shell yes predominantly yes and it leaks a little bit into the pistachio yep. Yep, 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 yep. so now it. walk me through this fucking thing how do you seed them up in your mouth like some you have the dexterity to open a pistachio in your mouth yes very i'm, I'm very my inside dexterous. of my mouth is very dexterous yes thousand percent you can handle a lot of nuts in your mouth check got that <laughs> ladies <laughs> there you go fucking walk uh, right out of that give me a give me a fucking turnover chain give me the walk off yeah. <laughs> chain. someone gotta get this man a chalice exactly um, <laughs> Yeah, I um, yeah, I mean, put like I can put like ten to fifteen. I mean, I, I can put a shit ton of sunflower seeds, but I can do like ten to fifteen pistachios. I do it on one side. I move it in, crack it, eat the seed, 
put the shell that I just split open on the right side of my mouth, and then I'll spit that out. This is in this is insanity. So then I get all the flavor from the pistachio, and it's good. You too, you like, get I, all the flavor, all that flavor, bro, all that flavor. And I don't know what like what technology like technological advances we've had with pistachios, but didn't it used to be like they had to just be red as fuck and stain up your fingers, and that was your only choice, pistachio wise? Ooh, this is true. Yeah, there was only the, the, I was out. These, on are, yeah, these, are, these aren't your dad's pistachios, but I remember my dad like it's kind of like by the ashtray, like he'd be going through some pistachios and just kind of like had those kind of red fucked up fingers like dropping. Yeah, I, we'd all be looking like 2.0 after the walnut farm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is amazing. No, I, I, I'm me. I'm like a fucking plebe just shelling them with my hands, just working hard. The thing I don't like about pistachios, the thing that I dropped down in a skosh for. Yeah. Cause I can fuck up some pistachios all yeah. day, but every sure. once in a while, you're going to get that one. That's got right. just that teeny little crack in there. And yep. old MA is trying to dig it out with his fingers and really work. And I usually will snap a, a you know, chip a fingernail. Those are lost causes. How are you you're going to break your teeth? My teeth hurt just trying to bite. Yeah, I do. Those. I mean, I throw those away. I do give up on those. Like I'm not, if it's not split open and ready for ready to party, then I just kind of move on. I treat it like muscles, you know, like you're not supposed to eat muscles. I mean, muscles are gross. I don't eat them, but I guess you're not supposed to eat the ones that are like fully closed. Right, right. Right. <laughs> nice little body shot to muscles right there. Boom. Yeah, you're but gross. you know, you bring up a good thing about pistachios why where I'd almost give you the win if I didn't drop so much fucking knowledge on this podcast. Yeah, but, you have not knowledge for sure. So I gotta, I gotta unfortunately got to keep that top spot no no no. i get it i understand but, you didn't uh, you try you try you're honorable in the seed department so with honor yeah. comes victory <laughs> almonds um but you won't get this something pistachios that you don't get with almonds and cashews it's negative you you'll sometimes come across the fucked up pistachio like you'll split yes. it open and it'll be kind of like a bad seed doesn't really really happen in the almond game like all nope. almonds kind of bring in that same intensity and uh cashews usually and maybe it's just because you're not like picking them out of the shell so you can't tell what's going on maybe this gets green but interesting yeah yeah no no you're definitely right on that with the pistachios but i do love them they are flavorful and delicious all right guys good, job. You good win you want us to rank thanks buddy shoot us an email at maybe sports podcast at gmail.com apparently even if it's something we've ranked before so hope you enjoyed your second nuts all right yeah, we're adding gambling for it. <laughs> i was like do it again we won't remember we'll just do it again <laughs> That's round three. Let's take a look at these. Okay, so Super Bowl lots. So these gotten shaken up a little bit. Um, before I get into these, I mean, I'm sure you can guess kind of what's changed. Here's the order of them right now, and we can get into specific odds. It's Tampa Bay, Bucks, uh, the Bucks, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams, the Ravens, the Packers, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Browns, the Chargers. So Cardinals, uh, a little bit ahead of the Cowboys and a lot of head of the Chargers, which is a little surprising. Right now, though, like how many teams do you really feel in the league could win the Super Bowl? Oh, man. I mean. I have eight. I'll go through my list. Tell me yes or no. And then you have eight. I have have, have four solid. I think we're all in agreement. And the Bucks, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Rams. Right. I mean, I think 
Bucks Bills Chiefs Rams, of course. Yeah, I mean that 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 to me is about as as solid as a bridge. I like, go. but could like are oh, you drawing could. the line there? Like you're just like no way any other team wins because I have four teams where I could see a path to it happening. So let me go through. You, go through I, you could convince me into the Cowboys, although I I I feel like the Cowboys have have a little like they got a little like you know they got a little curse that they've got to get a little curse yeah for sure they're cursed yeah so they have to get kind of past that stank but um, yeah you know like we said like cowboys seem to be pretty close to the rams and i think the reason more people don't have the cowboys on the list and right now you know like they're behind the ravens which is nuts to me because the ravens aren't on my list like i have cowboys packers and i have chargers browns are my other four and Browns yeah. is a stretch. I'm not ready to take Browns out, but I will not have a comfort. I do not have Ravens in this. I do not have Arizona Cardinals. No, I don't have the I don't have the Ravens. I I can't trust the Cardinals. I, I can't trust Crapple Hopper just yet. Yeah. Uh, we've been burned too many times on the podcast by going in too early, and we go we went the opposite direction on Crapple Hopper. So we did. Uh, the Browns. I could. Here's the thing. Like. You could, I'm ready to, you I'm could, ready to you push could backdoor. Out. You could backdoor me into the Browns because of like elite. Like Miles Garrett could be like unstoppable for a fucking round and just dominate. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Let, let me let me hear. Let me pitch you how it goes. Like Browns, yes. Browns end up winning their division. Yep. They get they're the they could have the record for because I mean AFC fucking East. Uh, I mean that's going to be locked up. We know the Buffalo Bills are coming out of that. Yep. But you know, I could see the South is a fucking dumpster fire. So whoever wins that is playing Week One, and maybe they have a better record than the Chargers or the Chiefs. Whoever wins the West, so they get that. Um, oh shit! There's not there's not that second round buy anymore. Nope. They're hosting they're hosting a wild card team at the two spot. So let's say they're hosting the second best wild card team, which is you know maybe it's a rematch with the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs would probably be like that one, but you know, finish. They know the Chiefs really well. They played them. Yep. They played the regular season last year. Have they played like three times over the past two years? They they played in the playoffs last yeah. year, and then the first game of the season this year. Yeah. They 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 know this team better than probably you know just not going. You know, they've seen enough tape. They've gone against them. They know what to do. They had a good game plan in game one. They had they played them really tough in the playoffs. Like that's an interesting matchup, you know what I mean? And then you're, yeah, like you're playing like I don't want to say the Titans, but you know, but the yeah, Titans, then, you know, yeah. Then, then they play, you know, maybe, and then they're hosting against like whoever's like the third division winner or the fourth division winner, right? And then AFC Championship got to play the Bills and just bring their best day. So there is a tough win there, but it's like that's not an insane road to the Super Bowl for me to for me to see. No, you're not. And if Baker Mayfield can like play conservative ball, and we know like they could just run the ball down your throat and just keep the ball away from you. They could go Pat's, you know, Patriots with Tom Brady in that Super Bowl and just go like, look, we're just going to fucking grind you out. You know what I mean? It'll be fucking unsatisfying, but there's a road to it. Yeah, I but see I mean, it. I it's unlikely. Unlikely, of course. But I definitely out of the AFC, I think right now that has to be, oh, it's my fourth team behind the Chargers. I like the Chargers more than, especially, I mean, if the Chargers are able to win this division and kind of have that division two slot backed up. Um, yeah, Chargers, to me, just feel like first-year head coach, second year. <sighs> should be yeah, interesting. I mean, it, you know, some, it's sometimes, like, it's, sometimes that's how, and it's kind of how, that's what happened to Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Sometimes you validate yourself by being like, 
showing it through the entire season and then everybody has to be like holy shit you have arrived you know it's like we don't want to give the crown too early and it's kind of feels like what's going on with the cardinals where it's just like yes. is this fluky and then one time we're going to be looking and being like oh no this is just one of the new powerhouses in the nfl like they're here they've made it interesting great call great call yeah i i i you're right. It's just, it's history going against like what I'm seeing versus my, my eyes today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause we've had, you know, like, uh, like that red skin scene with RG three, like just little like flashes in the pan where just like, Oh, this is the changing of the garden. It's just like, Ooh, not yeah. white. We've anointed it too early for sure. What was that? What was the eight team? You had Cowboys, Chargers, Browns. What was the other team that you said? You had- um, Cowboys charge. Oh, Packers. I saw the Packers. I mean, you just like, I think Aaron Rodgers just with those, even though it's been like, it's a little suspect trying to figure out exactly what this team is. I, this team could be one to me though, that really starts coming into form like week 13, week 14, and then just can get on fire. And they're a little scary because they're, you know, they rip off five in a row where they're scoring thirties yes. and forties. This is, this is the fucking Buccaneers last year. This is exactly this team. They're going to win this division. There's no question of that. And then it's like, do you, get fucking red hot you know we've had two months to figure it out three months to figure it out and now we're just gonna go fucking ham on the league the last month of the season and into the playoffs it's it's a almost you could book it almost like you know what i mean like i would not be no one would be surprised if they're in the nfc championship game there would be no questions about it and you know the injury luck has not been going well for the fucking bucks so that could that could slowly derail that team the rams are really their biggest competition but you know who knows what happens you know 15 weeks from now yeah so the odds on those uh packers are plus 1200 cardinals plus 1400 cowboys plus 1500 uh browns plus 16 and then chargers at plus 16 and then there's a big drop off when we get to the saints so the only really thing on this list is it has ravens as plus 1200 but i think that's flushing your money down the toilet um bucks are five to one bills are plus 550 kc chiefs plus 750 but still none of those really seem worth it to me um if i was going to make like a legit let's hope this happens at the super bowl bet i'd probably do the Chargers plus 1600 and then if i had to take a super flyer um i know this seems unfair but i would do the minnesota vikings at plus 8000 <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep that's a deep pull it's a deep pull that team has I, a lot of talent yeah yeah i i you know what were the browns at you said plus 1200 ish somewhere there <clears throat> plus 16 I, I i mean that that's not a totally great i mean just for the longevity of it and yeah. they could sneak their way in there the tar the chargers i think are a little sexier pick um <laughs> uh, what's the what's the plus plus a billion on the lions <laughs> yes uh, <laughs> that's flushing your money away right there yeah. uh i do i do right lines are plus uh one one hundred thousand you're declared czar of the united states if the if the detroit lions win i just you're, I you're, the, giving, a, you're giving a small island you're given the deed to mars you get to own a planet oh i like that i'll fucking take that for a 50 dollar bet might be worth it um, I do like. I love in this of, in this fake scenario, like you can't even put the full hundred on it. You're like for a fifty dollar bet in this fake bet, I'm still gonna play it a little. Let's say, let's say I get crazy. Little, I get half of Mars, not, not the full Mars. I did like I did like your point about the Ravens because you you spark something in me about the Ravens. I think you're so right about them not being like a legitimate. Like you'll get tricked into this. This is not a legitimate Super Bowl team, and I think it, it is. 
much like I had kind of, you know, tisk tisk at the cheese for not being focused on what we want. I think we see a little bit of the Ravens too, like John Harbaugh really wanting like the consecutive preseason win streak. What yeah. the fuck? And then this run streak that was like uh, much ballyhooed for nothing. Who cares? Just win the fucking game. You know what yeah, I mean? I talk a little bit. I know. I, I don't want to be totally contrarian, but I do like the honesty a little bit when people like act like they don't give a shit about like streaks and records. The preseason one's silly to me, but I yes. could see like I could see the pride in like this is Baltimore. We run the ball. Like we're hard. We grind. That's like an identity. I can get behind that. Let's think of it. I'm, I'm, I'm there for it a little bit. While we were cut out, we were just, uh, I was watching the fucking second half of the Ravens and man, fucking Lamar Jackson takes a lot of hits. The guy is durable. He's pliable. I know. It's always funny how that works out long-term though. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. An impending doom. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're not going to have, he could be uh, Michael Vick. Sands, although Michael Vick did get a pretty serious ankle injury, but you know, he could be Michael Vick in that like durability, like wild arm, live legs. Like maybe he could just play for a while and take the fucking hits. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, like I do too. Kind of, like, and there hasn't been any kind of any major shakeups with him yet, right? And is and this is his fourth year? No, I mean, just it's all off season stuff. It's all like you know, doing stuff that you know, dumb stuff and. Just being like a young guy who thinks he's fucking invincible, which he kind of is. You know what I mean? Uh, we'll see. Still not on my Super Bowl contender list. Uh, no. I think I said, yeah, the flyer would be the Vikings because I'm stupid. Or maybe the oh, – I want to say the Carolina Panthers, but I think they're kind of – in a, like a, that's, a, that's insane. Go stay with your Vikings. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I won't do it. Um, all right. MVP of the week. Speaking of Vikings, this is on the opposite side, but I'm going Dan Campbell. Uh, if you didn't see I love the it. post-game conference uh, – Kind of moved to tears, but like we said, we don't have to rehash it because we covered in this pod and took most of the points I wanted to say. But just, I I love seeing that passion. I'm sure his players love seeing that passion, and just for a team that's 0 and 5 to see him be that frustrated, it kind of lets you know what the culture in that locker room is at least. And it sounds like a lot of people give a shit about each other in their career. So it's like hats off, and you know, um, let's see what see if you can make something happen. And by something happen, I mean cover the over on the win total. <laughs> Who were we at? Six on that one? I think it was six, yeah. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with a kicker who made a kick. Oh, okay. Allegedly, yeah. young Mr. Seth Smalls from Texas AM, the kick that shocked the world. Texas AM upset Alabama and they're right. at their home field. It was great. Uh, I posted it on, or we posted it on the uh, IG there. Great video is family watching, just nervous and wrought with stress. As he makes that kick, it was a fun, enjoyable moment. Uh, love it. Good on you. Good, good kick, sir. Well done. Way to beat. Well, way to beat him down in Alabama way. No shit. Way to make a field goal. We can get you playing in the NFL right now. I don't know what exactly. You're, you're exactly. Really what it breaks looking like. All right, guys. This has been MAB Sports Podcast episode 188. You know where to reach us. Uh, I'm Brandon. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Hey, audience. You know, you guys forgot about your favorite nuts. These two guys. <laughs> Sweet nutty.
fame. She likes fashion. Oh, oh.